All right, we're recording. Good start. Mm. It's Friday afternoon at 5.30. I'd say we're all on the lower side of... Excitement levels? Yeah. Nah, mate, always excited. Right? You're showing it. Yeah. You know. <coughs> Alright. Guys, this is week five. Week Guys, five. I can't believe we've made it five weeks. I know. And none of us have hey, gotten sick of it yet. Are people actually listening to it? <coughs> I have to stop checking the, <laughs> the analytics. You like the analytics? I, I, if I had access to the analytics, I'd obsess about it. You'd be like much. refreshing? Yeah, I'd be like, and now? And I oh, one know. more person, but I it'd just be me continually I mentioned it during the class. I'm like, oh, I bet no one listens anyway. And there was like four people that were like, I listen to every yeah. single one. So, oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's nice to know. I think, uh, I've spoken to a couple of people about it. The biggest response was the um, the 6 p.m. class over there. I think like half of the 6 p.m. class. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, they love it. I yeah. think we should have seasons, so maybe like when we get to like nine or ten, we'll just like have a bit of a break, yeah, and then um, start season two. Yeah. Reconvene. I like that. I think that's a that's good, good idea. Maybe we should uh, have some challenges, but anyway. Yeah, make a different theme out. Yeah. You know. So. <laughs> anyway, I love that. We're not not fitness <laughs> challenges. <laughs> we're planning it on the on episode podcast. five of season one. <laughs> a fitness challenge on a podcast. Yeah, makes sense. That'll uh, make for great listening. Could eat some yeah. hot wings. That's a thing, right? No, we should get them to film it. And then send it in, like while they're listening to it. Is that new? Oh no, is that man. just text? I literally just coloured it in. <laughs> literally. <laughs> it's whiteboard marker, and I got it all the time. I was gonna say it's not a very good job. <laughs> You're like, who did you pay to do that? That's yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's like that looks infected. You should go to the hospital straight away. Yeah. Everyone, this is what he's talking about. Um, no, I did not get anything done. It was just me being bored. Um, okay, well, let's get started. So we are going to start with our next week's program yeah we're gonna have a we're fully visible week a fully visible week yeah I'm that makes excited. me super excited <laughs> i went to go clap and then i was like <laughs> microphone <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so let's uh discuss the following week so everyone knows what they're doing a week ahead yeah yeah excellent um monday is a public holiday so we've got nothing crazy programmed for monday uh, we'll have some open gym times on Monday for people to come in and hit their back squats. This week is just happy coincidence on the public holiday week, uh, a deload week. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I planned it. Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> open gym, 8 till 10. Yeah, 8 till 10. Um, come in, hit some back squats. we got four sets of five, um, 65%, 70%, 75%, 80%. So it's still like a... Like a hard, a hardish last set, but I think compared to the ninety-five percent single or ninety-five percent plus single people did last week, I think a good little little deload squats and then some light front squats uh, and some accessories to do some bent over rows and some ab stuff. Um, there will be a, an option for people who want to do um, some working out, uh, some sweatiness rather than some back squats. But uh, yeah, that that's it for Monday. Um, Pretty chill. Yes, I'm. Uh, Super excited to have people do what I what we did on Tuesday. Um, Gregory, you want to talk about Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday was a big fat mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this the imam? The imam, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's and it's appropriately placed because you know everyone's gonna 
come off a big uh, Saturday, they're going to have Sunday rest day. Monday is just a bit Fairly of squatting uh, and a bit of a deload on the legs as well. So Tuesday, we're going to do a 25-minute uh, EMOM. So it's going to be five rounds. You're going to do 10 dumbbell clean and jerks on the first minute. 20 kilos for guys, 15 for ladies. Second minute, you're gonna do seven bar muscle-ups for gentlemen, five bar muscle-ups for ladies. Mm -hmm. Third minute, you're gonna do 10 burpee box jumps. And on the fourth minute, you're gonna do seven hang, squat, clean, and thrusters mm -hmm. with 50 for gentlemen, 35 for ladies. And then you can have a, a minute rest. Yeah, you get the minute rest. Yeah. I'll give you a minute rest. <laughs> Gracious. We, we tested it for 30 minutes, so we did six rounds. And when we got to about four minutes, we all looked at each other. Yeah, and we're like, <laughs> like, are we gonna finish? Five this? rounds class, right? Five <laughs> yeah. rounds class. I think JP walked up to me after the fifth round. He's like, the class is not doing five, six rounds. I yeah. was like, no, 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 no. no. We, <laughs> no, no, no. we finished five, and I think we we're all waiting for someone to call it, but no one did. And so we did six as well. I think one person started to walk to their station, so we all didn't want to like. Yeah, everyone. Uh, yeah, but I found it good. I don't think any station took longer than forty seconds. The burpee box jumps took like 40 seconds. Yeah. Mm. And then the rest took like 20 to 30 seconds. Yeah. And um, I like the the fact that the burpee box jumps were third. They were the hardest station. They were definitely the hardest. Seven hang squat clean thrusters only took 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. So it felt like you got a big rest followed by another minute. Yeah. And then you're ready to go for the clean jerks. Like I was ready to go for the clean jerks every time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think... Um, I think a very important thing to remember for this EMOM is to <coughs> not move faster than you need to. Like there's no need to get the work done in 11 seconds and then have heaps of rest because then your heart rate's going to skyrocket and you're going to have a bad time. Trying Maybe not in the rest, yeah. second or third round, but by the fourth round. So I did the dumbbell clean and jerks and I think every round Greg was on his eighth rep when I finished my 10th. Yeah. And I got four rounds in. I was like, that was too fast and my heart rate is... Through people. the roof. Like that's this. What kind of strategy do you think people should go into with this workout? I would never do any movements faster than the movements were intended, mm. and like that's that can come into a into play with any workout really. If you just hold the same rhythm on everything, you'll mm. get the work done in an appropriate amount of time. If you scale accordingly the weight or the reps, then you shouldn't be taking more than thirty or forty seconds. Yeah. So that's the stimulus that we want. If on the first round it takes you longer than 40 seconds, then you're not gonna have a good time. Um, and that's what we want from uh, it. Yes. We want it to feel like an appropriately programmed EMOM like yeah. we talked about last time. Yeah. Um, and that's the, hence why we tested it as well. So if you are unsure, and obviously with the bar muscle ups in there and you know the weight selection, it might need a little bit of tweaking for some people. So use the clock as a guide. Mm -hmm. 30 seconds, eh, I'm at seven reps in, maybe I'll call it there. Yep. And then cool. you try and do seven reps every minute for that the movement. I think the while that is, I, I like that tactic a lot mm -hmm. as well. It gets a little blurry towards the end of the workout. And I, I think it's important to, to kind of also check, like gut check yourself a little bit and not just be like, oh, that's 30 seconds. I've done three out of the 10 reps I was supposed to, I'm gonna call it there. Still try and move with a little bit of Intention. Uh, yeah, intention um, and hit the number that you picked. So you have yeah, the first three rounds. That, yeah, yeah, have the first three rounds to pick a number and then try and hold that number for the rest of the workout rather than uh, 
rather than yeah. being super aggressive at the start and then only holding a third of the reps at the end. The rest, so, yeah. yeah, for an RX athlete, I'd <clears> also like to challenge them and they can do it as prescribed. And if they can't make a minute in the fourth round, then that's a void round mm. and then they try again on the next round. Oh, mm-hmm. so they like restart. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would prefer that even if they only get four of the five rounds done complete RX, mm. that's still a really good achievement mm-hmm. rather yeah. than scaling from the start but finishing, mm. you know. But that would I would reserve that for a, a someone that RX more times than not. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. So the same with like today's burpee box jump overs that everyone yeah. did, yeah. yeah. Not everyone can complete 10 minutes of 10 burpee box jump overs, but it's just as hard to, if you get to a point, just to scale it down to nine or eight. It's, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. We probably don't need to go on about the extra work. Right? Yeah. It's just basically nah, just the same. Main class mm-hmm. same as, as usual, really. Yeah. So what's Wednesday? That was Tuesday? That was Tuesday, yeah. What's Wednesday? Wednesday we have a cool little workout that I thought um, at first when I programmed it, at, well, when I wrote it down on the whiteboard, me and Joel were looking at it and we were like, oh, that'll probably be like five or six rounds. Um, and ended up being a little bit more rounds than <laughs> I thought it would be. Yeah, the one I told you about this morning, yeah. yeah. But anyway, starts with four sets of five weighted ring dips. Um, really good opportunity today to really put into practice a lot of those ring muscle-ups and stuff we've been doing. We've been doing lots of ring muscle-ups in the extra work at least, and yeah. um, lots of overhead stuff as well. So um, a good opportunity to get a little bit stronger in that uh, in that, in that that dip. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would suggest maybe is starting at a weight and increasing across the four rep, four sets rather than uh, trying to hold the, the weight across. That way you can um, maybe push it a little harder towards the end rather than being conservative and uh, holding that weight across all, all four sets. Yep. Um, and then we have a 15 minute AMRAP of 10 meters of handstand walks, 18 walking lunges, just body weight, 10 toes to bar, and then 18 meters uh, 18 walking lunges how many walking lunges did you get though? Um, did you say 18 yeah 18, 18. yeah doesn't it say 12 it says 12 on the app but uh, we did 18 we changed it because it would have been way too many rounds with 12. Oh, okay. i got through i got through 10 rounds i'll be changing that right now though. <laughs> so 18 on both 18. Uh, 18 on both yeah um yeah so uh yeah w- w- i wrote it down and we did like a practice round and the 12 lunges took me it was too quick. Too quick. I would yeah. have gotten through maybe 12 rounds of the workout and I would have done way too much handstand walking. Uh, anyway, I think this is a cool workout because it has a little bit for everyone. The people who are good at handstand walking get an opportunity to kind of show their skill um, and try and do it under fatigue. So like the, the toaster bar do really interfere with, uh, with the handstand walking quite a lot. Shoulders and midline makes the handstand walking quite difficult. So if you're good at handstand walking, that's going to be a ch- the challenge for you is to stay unbroken on the handstand walk. Mm-hmm. If you're not so good at handstand walking, it's just a great opportunity to practice. 10 meters is not a lot of distance. Mm-hmm. So, and then those lunges are enough rest for your upper, for body. Your upper body to kind of come back and be okay-ish and give it another crack and try and do two or three meters at a time to get through the, the 10 the, Do we have the a scale for handstand walks? Uh, yeah, I love, as much as it seems cringy, I love a bear crawl. A bear crawl? Love a bear crawl. Um, <laughs> double the distance bear crawl is probably what the bottom scaling option would be. Yeah. Uh, and then at the same time, you can also do a uh, 
double dumbbell overhead carry. Oh yeah, that's um, nice. I've got written in the app as well some wall walks. Yeah. If, um, people oh, wall walks are fantastic. Yep. So yeah. three wall walks instead of ten meters, mm-hmm. or um, obviously just the classic scale the volume so mm-hmm. five meters instead of 10 meters mm-hmm. is um sometimes people get better over the 15 yeah. minutes and they just need a couple of minutes to warm up into yeah. it cool that sounds good i like that workout mm, yeah no I, I think uh it was appropriate i was feeling i called that workout peachy yeah <laughs> peachy was correct yeah, was because accurate. trying to do thursday's workout after <laughs> wednesday's workout was an interesting experience after what how many lunges 400 yeah close to 400 lunges <laughs> Uh, but I mean, you'd have to be you have to be pretty efficient, uh, proficient at your your handstand walk in order to get the, the, the ten mean, rounds. So, yeah. um, what's the difference try between proficient and efficient? Proficient means you're good at something. Efficient means you're doing it well uh, with a little effort. Proficient. Proficient is Pro. yeah good at it. I'm proficient at it. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm really yeah. good at it. And uh, efficient, efficient means you're doing it well. Doing it with little effort oh okay did you like google that i feel no. like that was a very dictionary no like, are no you smart? <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I, I i finished school much more recently than you guys so. <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> reminds me of that um that viscous yeah viscous we talked about the viscosity of something do you know what viscosity is uh, the like, thickness of a liquid. I was about to say, yeah. it's, like the, it's like texture. Yeah, so like water is not very viscous versus blood, which is super viscous. Anyway, yes. I think we had anyway, this conversation we're... on one of the... Uh, <laughs> one of the um, ducks. Ducks, po- uh, days. ducks days during lockdown. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, Thursday is a very classic CrossFit.com workout, Greg. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I looked it up. I've done it a couple of times on Beyond the Whiteboard. So what we're doing is descending distance running. So it's a, a mile run, two minutes rest, 1200 meter run. Three minutes after Sorry, the first three one, minutes yeah. rest after the mile, two minutes rest after 1200 meters, one minute rest after the 800 meters and finish for 400 meters. All running. So much running. It's good. Um, I love these just workouts once through, though. as an just athlete because it's 4K you don't, is just once through four yeah, kilometers. You no, don't no. get very sore from a workout like this. No. You can really overload your lung capacity and you can push as hard as you want um, and if you want to get fit for something like the open or you just want to increase the lung capacity mm-hmm. go as hard as you can mm-hmm. i mean appropriately for the first couple of rounds yeah. but like you know people wait till they see a really crazy sexy workout and then they feel like the muscle fatigue is what stops them from continuing to get fitter whereas mm-hmm. a workout like this anyone can be brave and just go ahead and yeah. you know tackle it um, <clears throat> I found that the 1200 meter run was the hardest because it felt almost as long as the mile run. But um, I love the rest, how the rest gets a little bit shorter and the back end of each run feels just as hard as the last one, but mm-hmm. you feel kind of good starting it at least. Yeah. You feel ready. Yeah. I felt the same. The 1200 meter run was horrendous the spicy one so bad yeah i pb'd my mile at the start oh. which by accident i was like i'll oh, stay i think greg was a nice little short distance little carrot out in front so mm-hmm. i could like keep him that same distance out in front of me the whole way and then that last little corner of the mile is like oh, i'm going to try and close the gap a little bit because greg was like oh i'm not going to run that fast i'm not going to pb my miles like, oh cool i can try and keep up and i came in i was like oh 12 second pb great good 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 only awesome have stuff. only have two and a half k's left to run <laughs> greg's like 
Yeah. <laughs> I would suggest um, people think about wearing different shoes. If yeah, got definitely runners. running shoes would be like running in my nanos, I just felt very flat and heavy. So having a squish, uh, you know, a squishy sole will help. Yeah. Very. Yeah, my, my, shins, very my shins are a little sore from running in the squishy sole. In the non-squishy soles. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I need so more viscous. <laughs> <laughs> more viscosity. I need more viscosity <laughs> in, in my shoe. Yeah. Um, so that was Thursday. So what have we got Friday? Uh, Friday, um, we Friday, got it. We just wrapped up doing. Yeah, we just uh, finished testing it this morning, uh, and this then this afternoon kind of double session for us today. We yeah. were busy setting up the the rig for everyone in preparation for for Murph tomorrow, so oh, we had to split our so session exciting. in two. Um, so we have some strength stuff first, which uh, we're going to hit some power snatches. We got five sets of two at eighty percent of your one rep max. I yeah. think this will be. Probably as heavy as our power snatches are getting on on this uh, on this program before we move on to some squat snatches, mm -hmm. and um, I'm excited because it's been very consistent, like doing very similar weights at not super high um, high rep rep ranges for the last seven weeks, and I'm so excited to watch people just lift a little bit heavier and see. How if it yeah how it feels yeah. how it feels for all of them um so yeah four sets uh sorry five sets of two at 80 percent uh after that we have a little amrap max rep efforts gregory every three minutes for six rounds you're going to do a, a row or a ski alternating each time so it's 250 meters on the rower 50 double unders and then max strict handstand push-ups in the remaining three minutes once you hit the three minutes you're going to start the next round 250 meter on the ski this time instead of the row 50 double unders and then max ring muscle ups in the remaining three minutes so technically you do three rounds of strict handstand push-ups three rounds of muscle ups and you just alternate between the two alternate between the row and the ski i think that might be my favorite workout for the week yeah. oh is this a wow workout yeah, yeah. i like that oh, one wow. Wow. yeah i think because uh, we've been doing the Emoms, yeah. yeah, of the strict yeah. handstand push-ups and the ring muscle-ups. And this week, because it's deload week and we're missing Monday, yeah. um, I thought it'd be a good time to just remove those from the, the practice from the program and actually just put it into a workout yeah. and try and do them under a bit of fatigue and see how it feels compared up. to eight weeks ago when we weren't practicing. <clears throat> and uh, I know how it felt for me, but how did it feel for you, Greg? Uh, it felt really hard and I did it by myself. So <laughs> yeah. when I, when I, I wish it was written differently to how I'm reading it. Cause when I saw every three minutes for six rounds and then max reps this in the remaining time, mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck yeah, send it. So I had like a minute 10 left and I'm like, yeah, max reps, you know, starting to fail a little yeah. bit, going to like complete fatigue. I'm like, oh shit, there's only six seconds left until my next round. So I grabbed my phone because I was, you know, cause there's using, no rest in between using rounds, my phone right? to yeah. count and I'm like sprinting over to the rower. It's beeping, it's like, you should be going now. So I strap in, I'm like, like, my row and my ski technique was terrible because I was just trying to like start it. But if I thought of it just like an 18 minute mm -hmm. AMRAP, I think I would have attacked it a little bit differently. Yeah. But I got the intent of what it was and that was like high intensity on the gymnastics movements. Yeah. And the row ski was kind of like there to recover in preparation for, you know, the mm -hmm. next round um so i definitely didn't push hard on the machines i did the double unders unbroken no problem and i liked the gymnastics i think people will struggle with them movements mm -hmm. but um scale appropriately so you can get at least three to five reps out each each time you kick yeah. up or jump up yeah yeah i think um 
on paper you think, oh, this is going to be lots of handstand push-ups and lots of ring muscle-ups, and in the end it actually just ended up being <laughs> conditioning Yeah. Um, with a little bit of practice in there. So mm -hmm. you're basically just practicing doing stuff under fatigue. I think I ended up doing a total of 30 strict handstand push-ups and 20 two ring muscle-ups or whatever yeah, so it was. Yeah, so in theory it's not so that it's, many. It's not a lot of reps. It won't be that sore from it, but it's really, really, really good practice to try and keep your heart rate down going from One. two pulling movements, the rower and the skier. Um, it's just going to attack your shoulders, um, which you're going to need on your handstand push-ups and on your ring muscle-ups as well. And then getting your heart rate up really high on some double-unders and then trying to get upside down and practicing what, uh, what we've been... Yeah, put, putting to work what we've been practicing. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think uh, I just found getting up and doing five reps every time worked. Yeah, I like so for like me kind of pick a number. For me, it was uh, interesting to feel that I could do a slightly bigger set on that first set than I'm mm -hmm. used to. So, like before we started this program, I probably was comfortable hitting sets of two to three on the handstand push-ups, and also the same sets of two to three at a time on the rings. This time, I'd hop up and be like, "Oh, I can hit five or six, and then rest 15, 20 seconds, and hit one more set before I can get." back on the rower yeah. and the ring muscle-ups is the same. Four to five reps, come down, three to four reps, go again. And I think that's been the biggest takeaway for me from this, from this experience today was that my recovery in between sets feels good. Was better. Mm. That's good. Yeah. So that was Friday. Let's, yeah. let's not worry about Saturday. Yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway. Because we don't have a plan yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. It's not Saturday yet. Yeah. We haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about the next thing, which is the Ducks duo. I'm so yeah. excited yeah. about this. Woo! Same sex, Ducks duo, pairs Yeah, pop. so my thought was I wanted it to be same sex, not mixed pairs, because I've always liked the fact that I can compare my score to a female when we're like, you know, you use 40 kilos, I use 60 kilos. Yeah. You beat me on that workout, then you've been, I'm not yeah. the type of person to be like, oh, but you only did 40 kilos. Yeah. It's like, that's just how it is. It's yeah. like the loading is a little bit different for the weights. Except for wall balls. And I love being able to compete against women. Mm. And um, especially, you know, the, like the, the better females at the gym. So um, my theory was we have one leaderboard and it's, you know, girls compare it with girls, guys compare it with guys, girls compete, compete against girls and guys, guys compete against guys and girls. Yeah. So we're going to have one winner at the end. Yeah. yeah. And That's, to be honest, it's not about winning or losing anyway. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun. There's going to be a little curveball in there as well. And um, I, every time, this is like Ducks duo number three. And the first year we had kegs. So mm -hmm. keg up and over. No one's touched a keg before. I fucking hate it when you go into a comp and it's just three CrossFit workouts. Yeah. And you paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, I, I love done this the application of CrossFit, when you watch the CrossFit Games, they're pushing a snail, they're climbing ropes That's probably one that, of my favorite that are super thick, yeah. they're getting their hands on an implement the first time. Yeah, they've never and experienced it. <laughs> it's hard to do that more and more now, you know, like the pegboard was like brand new. And like, we're not going to do crazy shit like that, but the second year we did the Ducks Duo, we had wheelbarrows, we had... Um, city cycles. Fat ropes, <laughs> we had the city cycle bike. Yeah. Um, and like, not every workout's going to be a, a stupid, crazy... Thing. You know, um, spectacle, but I, you know, I just like to throw a little spice of like, mm. you've never done this before. Mm -hmm. this let's see how, see how you go. Let's see yeah. how mm. coordinated you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apply, apply your fitness, yes. your in gym fitness. Yeah. Yeah. So all coaches will be participating. Yep. Except yeah. Ashley. Ashley's away. Oh, Ashley's Ashley's on a. On I'll a, allow it. Yeah, I guess it's okay. You can go away with his family. Yeah. How dare he? How dare he? Um, but yeah, 
So who are you with? I'm with Jordan. Excellent. I know. Very excited. Yeah. I look um, forward to trying to beat you. <laughs> it's not, it's look, not about the win, man. I look forward to beating you. Um, <laughs> are you putting a snatch ladder in? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've got. Um, no, I'm excited. I think it'll be good to do it with Jordan. We've got another comp that we're doing at the end of the year as well. Mm. So all the yeah. more practice. I feel like there's been not much social interaction the past year and a half with yeah. uh this there's a, i don't know if you guys know but there's a virus going around didn't a what <laughs> uh so we haven't really done much you know like let's go out and party let's you know meet up and you know obviously the comps have been pretty dire lately so um yeah i think it's just going to be good to get everyone together and have some fun and you know yes it's going to be hard work but there's going to be beers it's going to be music there's going to be just like hanging out there's going to be people here just to you know like watch and I hope it's just a, a lot of good vibes and yeah. people don't take it too seriously. But that's serious enough. That's serious enough. But still go home. It's old. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very excited. So there's one other thing about competitions that is uh, making a return. Oh, yeah, Mr. Garrard. Mr. Garrard's coming back. Um, how do we feel about this? Well, start with yourself. How do you feel? I, I think we, I think all of us have different feelings about this. So let's talk about you first, Riz. Um, <laughs> listen, I have had um, personal experience with like interacting with him, like mm -hmm. in person. Um, he was a lovely enough. There's nothing wrong, you know. But, but hey, if you're gonna cheat, like. You're a cheater, so yes. you pay, he's paid his price. Whether or not that I feel like um, he's not, whether he, I mean, he subject to drug testing the entire suspension, wasn't he? Yes, he was. I think he had um, scheduled and surprise drug testing throughout. <coughs> Did you guys watch the thing? The the, the interview? hour and a half podcast. I watched the first twenty what? minutes All on right, the way to so work. So you've got to watch the whole thing. Okay, yeah. what's right. this podcast? What's it called? It's only CrossFit. Oh. Yeah, CrossFit did a podcast oh. with him. Yeah. With him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I've watched the whole thing. You can I'm give guessing. us the outline. Well, I mean, but you know, I guess I'll address that first. Yeah. He said that he had to have his name on the registry, but he wasn't tested during his full year then. At all? He wasn't tested once? There, there was a There's result. No I saw results. There was results in he the last six months. From his mouth that he was not tested, he's... He's not taking supplements anymore. He's not on anything. But he said he was on a registry to say where he is the whole His time. His whereabouts. But he said but he was never since tested. the test of the CrossFit well, Games that's average. Busted, that he hasn't been tested again. Um, that's interesting because CrossFit posted a list of the tested results athletes. of maybe up until athlete. that one. Yeah, so that one was maybe six months ago. Yeah. Maybe not quite three. Maybe three months ago, and, and like, uh, he. Tested negative. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that that's looks good. On that sucks. Their, I don't like that a lot. But um, Dan, that's the that. So that was the whole point of what I was going to say was that he's been tested the whole time and he's clean. So welcome back. That's what I was about to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Apparently not. But I mean, from his side of it, it's not his fault. He's not being tested, tested? right? No. So no. Um, no, but it's also his responsibility. I think as an athlete to not yeah, do the wrong thing. Yeah. Look, if I was him. I would have put my hand up and be like, "Hey, I'm getting individually. I'm getting. I'm getting myself tested every week, and I'm posting my results online every week. It's like here, I'm clean. Yeah. That was if it, if it was me. Yeah. Because yeah? 
I mean, I, I guess he feels like he's got nothing to prove and he's got a pretty cool coach now as well. Did you guys see that? No, who's his coach? Um, you know, Daniel Brandon and... Underdog. Um, yeah, Underdog Athletics. So Daniel Brandon, um, what's that, Carrie Pierce. Oh, yeah. Um, their coach is now coaching him and he said he messaged him after seeing people basically rip, ripping into him and everything. Yeah. And he just felt like... I mean, Ricky was 22 when, when it happened, right? Yeah. That's very young and people do dumb shit, like I'm sure all of us have. So, anyway, okay, cheating is cheating, but uh, I think he's paid his price and I'm super <laughs> excited to he's... see the dynamic between him and the other athletes on the field over the next year yeah, or two. Yeah, it's going to be savage. Yeah. Here's my thing. I don't care if you take steroids. Do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you want to take steroids, you want to be a freak, awesome. Be a freak in your gym. But just like leave it out of competition. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? That's my big thing. Like, I don't like, I don't yeah. really care what you do with your own. The thing is he got his four year ban and I think it would look worse on CrossFit to three years into the four year ban be like, oh, we shouldn't let him back in after his four yeah. years. Like the, the integrity of them and their four year suspension, they can't be like, go back against that. That but would be bad on them. There's, so there's also no other sport that him? bans people permanently for drugs. No, right? no, no. So Athletics, the 100 meter sprinters get banned all the time <laughs> and they come back three years later and win gold and no one even bats an eye. But the whole point of that is that they're meant to go under like rigorous testing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's why I'm disappointed. I didn't, I didn't finish watching that podcast because I didn't yeah. know that. Probably worth watching the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Because um, up to that point, I was like, oh, that was interesting. I don't know why... They did that, but um, that would fly under the radar. Well, because it's not—I don't think it's up to them. It is—it is, it is an external company that tests athletes, so it is technically random, and CrossFit aren't in control of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but okay. For example, like the weightlifters who are on Asada, they're subject to drug testing, mm. and my friends who are you know in a or b or mm. like the international national teams they have been tested in the last six months probably 10 times yeah urine and blood yeah so yeah i think it needs to be done better <laughs> i think um yeah i mean ricky he could have changed his whole life around we don't even know yeah i think this is kind of like on crossfit yeah no, so this is crossfit, they gave the band they didn't decide to drug test him every six mm -hmm. months. That's on them. Because mm -hmm. you can't give a ban and be like, oh shit, what do we do at the end of this four years? We can't like Say give no. him another ban. Mm. Yeah. We didn't do our job by testing him every six months. Yeah. They probably didn't think he was going to come back. Mm. But Because how many have, right? Like how many people get banned and come back to CrossFit? Because it's not like there's a lot of money keeping them there. No. I think uh, people know that this is a big situation. Dubai jumped on this straight away yeah. and be like, we need him in. Yeah. This is going to draw eyeballs. This is yeah. going to draw attention. Yeah. We need that to sell. And I am so excited. I, I'm allowed. We are all allowed to be analysts of the sport. Yeah. And I feel like some CrossFit Games athletes that are so involved, they feel like, oh, you wouldn't even know. You're not on the floor. You can't. You, you can't have a say in this. Yeah. It's like. If I watch boxing, I'm allowed to talk about boxing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to say, "Oh yeah, Conor McGregor would get fucking ass kicked on this blah." Yeah. And like, I can't beat him, yeah. but I'm allowed to say it because I'm a fan. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and I own a gym. I give my money to CrossFit. I'm allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. And if anyone <clears throat> disagrees with that opinion, I don't care. Yeah. Um. So when I watch the CrossFit Games in 
specifically the 2020 CrossFit Games, I watched an hour and a half of Dave Castro talking to the five athletes, and it was the most boring, batshit, Matt Fraser's gonna win, I really hope I come second. Basically, that's how they were mm-hmm. talking. And I hate that. Yeah. yeah it's no, like, like, you're not gonna win if you talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like Dave knows this as well, and I reckon he, he shares Ricky's post, and he knows that it, you know, he even throws comments out there like, I wonder if Rich Running would beat Matt Fraser these days. Mm-hmm. It's like, is he not allowed to ask? And people yeah. get offended, and they're like, you can't compare apples to oranges. Yeah. You can't <laughs> compare Jordan to Kobe. It's yeah. like, he, I can, talk, he can. <laughs> yeah. can talk about whatever the fuck you want. It's a sport. Yeah. And you see and people like Matt and Rich, they might get a little bit upset. And it's just like, oh, you know, it's not worth talking about. It's just yeah. like, that's well, what everyone's thinking. Well, it's We're not, allowed to talk about it. It's not worth them talking about it, but the rest of us no. should. And so someone like Ricky coming back, if he's clean, awesome. Dude, I want him to talk so much shit. Oh. And even if he doesn't talk <laughs> shit, it's just going to leave a little bit of a sour taste in some people's mouths. Yeah. And maybe that's what they, they need, need. Mm. to push a little bit harder. Because yeah. Ricky's been pushing hard for four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got a chip on his shoulder now. He's like, he just wants I love to it. prove He's got something himself. to prove. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm super excited. I think it's going to make a good spectacle. Regardless. It's going to make me watch the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and CrossFit Games love that. Yeah. 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 I think that's the... That's what I mean by like, if you want to be a freak, then awesome, do it. I didn't know that he hadn't been tested. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. But at the same time, I mean, even if he comes back and does Dubai mm. and he gets popped again, like, you're right. It will be the biggest spectacle mm-hmm. and everybody will be sitting on the edge of their chairs watching that entire yeah. competition. Dude, he'd have to be pretty dumb to get popped again. <laughs> I mean... He can't get popped. He's <laughs> he actually Surely. said he doesn't even take protein or creatine or anything now he's he's just like i, I don't mean, want it to happen even by accident the, i mean what people say that shit all the time like you can lie yeah people like murderers one, murderers say there, that they didn't murder the guy as well one crossfit games athlete that oh dude tried to no, say yeah, this that is, she french kissed her husband no no and no he no was no no, no. <laughs> she sucked she, his cock <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he uh <clears throat> and she swallowed and, um, and that's how it happened. And and she says he was taking stuff, and that's how she. <laughs> and and a doctor came out. A doctor, like an, in, an independent doctor, he was like, "This is the most biggest amount of horse shit I've ever heard in my life." Yeah, yeah. So people will talk. Shit. Yeah, yeah. People lie. They will make people lie. But so I'm much. anyway. I think I'm super excited for him to come back and. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't have any hard feelings towards him because, like, no, dude, people I mean. people screw up all the time. He's so. an, and he's a good. There's a, he's a good person. Yeah. It's like he's not like some like a fuckwit. Do you mm. know what I mean? I like, think people misunderstand him as well, and I feel like we might feel a little bit more sensitive to him because he reminds us of like our Aussie mate that we mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not the greatest with his words. <laughs> maybe can't say what he wants to th- what he's thinking a lot of the time but he's a fucking animal yeah and a great athlete dude and i feel like we all know someone yeah. like that yeah. and uh-huh. so i whether i trust him or not is irrelevant yeah. yeah it's crossfit's job to test him if they don't test him that's their fault that's the, uh-huh. he came back after four years yeah. and he's still yeah. in his prime mm-hmm. it's going to be a great show mm-hmm. yeah 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 all right i'm excited for that um next we have what is no explode <laughs> <laughs> so when i first joined ducks there were two sections to the warm-up mm. and it confused the shit out of me because I didn't know what it was. But 
it's a throwback for me now. So you'd walk into the class and there'd be the wad on the board, the extra with the virus that was what it was called back then, on the one side, yeah. the warm-up, and above the warm-up there was the no explode, which was the pre-class warm-up. So it was what you should do before take back class to starts. This pre-workout I used to take and it was called no explode. Yeah. And so I'd take this no explode and then I'd warm up and then I'd do my workout. Yeah. And um it sounds like I've got a really unhealthy relationship with pre-workouts. <laughs> Should we test? <laughs> um, so, no explode. I, I thought no explode was a pre-workout. Yeah. Like, so that's what it- you do pre-warm up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in my head, I'm like, am I telling people to take pre-workout? No. <laughs> no. And I've well, learned from my mistake. Yeah. I don't take pre-workout anymore. And, it's crazy. I, I think. It was nice because I put it in there without consulting anyone. I was just like, I'm going to put this in there and see who notices. And we had a couple of members who are uh, long-time members. And they're yeah. like, oh, I remember No Explode. Yeah. And it was yeah. nice for me. And I'm going to keep it in there because I think it's important to do some pre-class things so yeah. that we can uh, get into the workout. And Because most people come in and they're there 15 minutes early having a chat. You might as well just roll out trigger your traps stuff. or whatever at We the same time. had at my old gym, we had these big posters up on the wall mm. and they were on the whiteboard and we could draw next to the posters on the whiteboard and it would be them big Kelly Starrett posters with like a whole bunch of different trigger point therapy stuff. Yeah. And so it would be like, fix your bits. Oh. And it would be like pointing to the certain things. And yeah. I kind of like, my no explode was kind of like that. that. And I've even toyed with like different things just to see if people notice like the whole um, changing the virus to the duck's nuts and some people notice and some people didn't and they're mm. like, mm, something different, I don't know. <laughs> um, I've even toyed with like, I see people starting to put their weightlifting shoes on and I'm like, oh no, no, don't do that. We're gonna do some running first. Yeah. And so I tried this color code thing where it's like, if the warm up is in green, don't put your weightlifting shoes on. Mm. If it's in red, you can put your weightlifting shoes on. That lasted about a week. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm glad yeah, that stopped. People just put their weightlifting shoes on and they're like, I'm going to get on the bike while everyone else runs. <laughs> but like, I think running is really important and it's an awesome warm up tool. It's an awesome workout tool. It's an awesome recovery tool. Mm. It's things that everyone usually sucks at. Mm-hmm. And then they do their competition and they're like, oh, so uh, I'm really bad at running. Yeah. And fair enough, running's not in the open, but running is almost in every single comp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that we need to utilize running more often, but it's just so easy to be like, oh, just 10 cows on the bike mm-hmm. or the rower. Um, don't worry about running, even mm-hmm. though we're in a beautiful field here. Yeah. I love um, On that topic, I'd love to see some shuttle sprints in the open. Not because I'd be good at them, just because I've seen them do handstand walks. You've done lunges for meters or whatever. So why you can you do totally do some shuttle yeah, sprints. They had them in the judges' course a couple of years yeah. ago. There was a line. There was a line. Got to run. Yeah. Touch both hands on one part of the line. Yeah, I would love to see that. Not because I'd be good at it, but just because it would make people so angry. Like yeah. the wall walks, be like, "What the hell is this?" And how would it you gives make it? people who like running a little bit of a. Like, they had a little bit of a problem with. I think it was 2018 or 17, no, maybe earlier, the overhead lunges. Uh, No one had enough space. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of small gyms out there and people had to do one or two. We were here. Yeah. I had to do heats of two. Yeah. And it took forever. People were lunging out the front. It was 2016. It was my very first CrossFit workout. (laughs) CrossFit open workout. And like, that's just an unfortunate thing for this gym sometimes. But um, But yeah, I think that everyone can run outside looking at the online component of the CrossFit games that they're now like the line needs to be set up directly behind the barbell Mm. and you know, this and that. And it's just like, it's all spaced out perfectly now that they're really starting to catch on to space awareness, how it actually flows. Yeah. So I guess it would never happen, but far out. I would love to see it. I mean, it still could. Yeah. Cause like if you can 
Yeah, you can handstand walk, right? If you can lunge, you can handstand walk. Exactly. You should be able to do shuttle. But okay, my question is, how would you put handstand? Uh, how would you put shuttle runs into a workout that instead I, of cows? You do a workout and you do one shuttle sprint per two cows. Yeah, so it'd usually be 20 cal row, 15 toast bar, 10 dumbbell clean and jerks. You do 10 shuttle sprints instead of the 20 cal row. I feel like you do that so much quicker though. The shuttle run. Depends on how many calories you're supposed to do, right? So you just do more shuttle runs. Yeah, true. Going back to some really early CrossFit days and things that they haven't brought into the open. I'm thinking like a knees to elbows. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, hard to everyone's judge, like hard to judge. This is your elbow. Yeah. This is your knee. Yeah. Does it touch or does it not? Yeah. It's yeah. like toes to bar. Does your toes touch guess, the bar or I, do you miss it? I guess you say it's hard to judge because you don't want to know rep your friends, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like the, the elbow, this looks like your elbow. And it's just like, I don't know. If they could make that clear, I reckon that could be something that yeah. they introduced that they're just people aren't expecting. Yeah, I guess if you can do chest bars and toaster bar, then you can do knees to elbows as well. It okay. used to be a big thing in you know the old mm. workouts. If you could pick one movement to be in the next open that either hasn't been in it, what would it be? That hasn't been hasn't in it. Hasn't been in it. Oh, far out. That we haven't seen. Because there's some that haven't been in in a while that I'd like to see. They I'd haven't love done to a- see some heavy snatches. They've never done... They like did that a, one workout. They did the one workout with the chest bars and it was like... Yeah, but uh, love some heavy snatches. Burpee muscle up. Burpee Burpee, muscle up. That's pretty good, yeah. Mmm, that's be good. That'd be really good. Yeah. With rings, you can adjust the rings. With the bar, you can't really adjust the bar. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I'd like to see some sort of, like, kettlebell. I don't think we will. Why? I don't think there are enough gyms with kettlebells. It's like, remember when they put the dumbbells in the first time and everyone lost them? I know, and everyone was like trying to glue like plates. We design, funny, if you look at logos, tape, CrossFit logos plates. around the world, half of them have a, like, Ke- yeah, a kettlebell. kettlebell. Mm. Two kettlebells. A kettlebell swing. It's such a common looking movement, but... That's what I mean. Lost. We don't ever we see have them. a lot as well. Mm. We've actually programmed it for the day, yeah. like the kettlebell snatch practice, but I mean... They don't get used nearly half as much as but what you know they what? It's To do them properly, like for example, a kettlebell snatch, there's actually like a finesse about yeah, it. No, it's actually hard to love do. Love it. But that's another thing, judging wise, kettlebell swings and kettlebell snatches, mm. the same the same reason why a box jump will never be in the open. It's always a box jump over because there's a start to the movement and an end to the movement. It's really hard to have just a normal box jump because it's like, ah, did they extend their hips? There's never be an air squat, right? Because it's blurry, the movements are fast. Or you see it's how they have so much trouble with handstand push-ups because like, yeah. people still lock out with their arms, but their midline is all messy. Yeah, like you so can you lock out a, and you're like this, and like you're, a you know, kettlebell if your swing. Arms are straight, yeah, your back's like, all curled yeah, out. you can do a kettlebell swing and be overhead, but your arms can be completely bent. But you could also have a kettlebell swing where your arms are straight, but dumbbells, no, kettlebells nowhere near overhead. Yeah. So, I mean, it just takes a half smart person to be able to tell whether it's a rep or not. But there's no. There's, there's a no lot line. Of, there's a lot of blur. Yeah, there's like you could be at the front of your head versus at the back of your head and it makes a significant difference. Yeah. Anyway. But as a training tool, so yeah. many things you can awesome do with training tool. Yeah, I love kettlebells. Which we don't do enough of. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, okay, well, I have one last question for you guys. Yes? If you could do, like if you could do any profession that's not a coach, what would you do? <laughs> well, when I was a kid... I wanted to be a police officer like every other guy ever, right? 
Like, that's really? like half of my friends wanted to be police officers. When I was like little, like six, Yeah. I wanted to be a police officer because I wanted to protect people, you know? Okay, um, but what about like 12 or 13? Like when you actually... I wanted to be a dad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that was my thing. <laughs> that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, How that's... much did they get paid? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was... I wanted to be the stay-at-home dad, right? Like, like I personally have a great relationship with my dad and then also have a, a great relationship with my mum. I was like, oh, I can like be the dad, but also be the stay-at-home dad. Like my mum was a stay-at-home mum. Yeah. Um, and I really admired how she like raised the family, but then also loved my dad heaps. So I wanted to be the stay-at-home dad. You, know, so. you wanted to be the com- perfect combination. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it sounds dumb, but that was, that was, that was it. You are so cute. Yeah. What about you? Um, I actually did my law and law administration course to become a cop as well. Is it called Lauren? Law and a law and administration TAFE course to become yeah, yeah, a cop. Yeah. Um, but then I ended up going down. The Told you, the everyone wants to do it. Um, I didn't. Every so guy in this room. Police officer or firefighter. Now I'd lean more towards a firefighter. I think uh, I actually thought about the other day. Like, what would I do if gyms just closed? Yeah. I, I, I thought I'd go and be a fiery. I think. I thought I wanted to be a physiotherapist. I remember at my grade seven graduation and I was like, I know, I was like, but then someone was like, you need to get an OP one. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't have the capacity for like that amount of study. I'm like ADD. Yeah. So I just knew you, <laughs> I'm just knew that I was never going to be able to get through the study, but I feel like I got pretty close. So mm. that was I my... think you uh, could be the best of both worlds because like you don't want to overstep your pay grade with like assessing people's injuries because you're not a physio, mm. but you're a really good PT and a really good coach and you can see and correct movement and you, you've been in the industry long enough to know what causes certain things. Yeah. So while you're not a physio, um, you can still Identify. address problems before they happen yeah. or you can still help people before they go to the physio and you can still have a really good relationship with a physio to lead them back into your relationship with them again and that's what i feel like i naturally ended up doing anyway yeah. i created like really good relationships with people that were like chiropractors and mm-hmm. physios and you know massage therapists and i've learned so much from all of them yeah like they're like little key things that you look you look for and what people are doing and you go I understand that movement mm-hmm. better now and I feel like that helped me so much and was like a huge part into how I kind of became the coach that I am so yeah so yeah I feel like you're more important than a physio because the more you can identify issues the less they need to see a physio yeah and I don't know if whether physios like that or not yeah but um yeah, well, prevention I think is key. Back right? in the day, yeah. before there were professional coaches and there was such l- lack of knowledge for yeah. you know coaching people, it's just like oh, it's just sweat. But now you've got really professional, world-class coaches. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't mean you need to travel the world. That means you need to you know be touched from different coaches, and um, it could be online. Again with the touching. <laughs> you love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I say that. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like you do. Because you identify is. with that word, Greg. Yeah. That's just what it is. It's yeah. fine. We'll let you have it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, guys. That's it. That's enough for today. Thank Friday, you. Done. See you, team. Bye. Bye.